Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raw Talk. In this episode, we have a very lovely guest with us today, Julie. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on. And also just thank you for giving me this opportunity. Oh, absolutely. I'm like so happy to have you here. And I'm so excited to just, you know, hear your story. And I think everyone else is excited as well. So jumping into everything, can you just tell us a little bit about you, what you do, and just what your passions are? Yeah, so um, right now I'm actually, I'm a recruiter. I work from home, so I'm currently on the the digital marketing side. Um, But I work from home and my office is actually out of D.C., but I'm currently in North Carolina, so I'm in Charlotte. And um, my passion, my one and only passion right now is my my pole, my pole journey. So I've been doing that since, gosh, I want to say December of 2020, December 2020. Yeah, that sounds about right. So it's going on like a little more than two years now, so that's my biggest passion right now. I also have a, um, a boutique on the side, but I haven't really been as active in that just because pole has been my main focus, but definitely going for, you know, multiple opportunities, but pole is my, my main right now. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Really digging into, you know, what you do with that and how your journey was with that. Um, how did you really get started? You know, how did you really, you know, go from saying, you know, one day, oh, this is kind of what I, what I want to do and, and really want to pursue it. Yeah, so I actually, I grew up in a small town in New York on Long Island, so I decided to move into Charlotte about two plus years ago, um, right at the tail end of COVID, and my apartment, um, I had been dancing my whole life, so I was like, I just want to find a way to, you know, keep dancing, and also I was really interested in, like, heels choreography that I've seen from, like, Millennium or all over Instagram, so heels choreography is really popular, and then also, Um, just seeing some pole, I knew that pole had always been something that I was interested in, but my opportunities were very limited on Long Island. So I actually typed in, uh, just pole studios right near me. Um, once I moved into my new apartment and there was one eight minutes away. So that's the pole studio that I'm currently at. So it's pole fit Carolinas and I've been going there ever since. So my first uh, class was just a leap of faith. I was going to have my sister come with me, but she wasn't really up for it. So I just decided to jump in the deep end and um, I've been going ever since. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it goes, right? I mean, you'll, you'll want to explore something and then you start doing it and you're like, wow, you know, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I love that. I love that for you. And also, you know, really just digging into, you know, your journey with pole. Um, so I view pole as an art form um, and I'm sure you do as well. Um, so, but yet there is a lot of stigmata out there in regards to the pole community and what it is. Um, so from your own personal experience, have you ever had to, you know, witness the stigma or witness, you know, even yourself, you know, um, have some type of, you know, comment or statements be thrown at you, you know, because of, you know, your passion for pole, you know, have you ever had to deal with any of that head on, you know, what was really your journey with that? Yeah, I mean, my, I want to say my horizons have opened a little bit because I too, when I first started with pole, I was very like on the pole fitness train because you can kind of look at it from two aspects, right? So obviously society um, combines pole with, you know, sex workers, stripping, um, and that is like the, the one and done vocabulary of pole. However, pole fitness comes and it's derived from, you know, stripping, pole dancing, that is like where it originates from. So I definitely think that in terms of society, like people only view it as a as a black and white when it's more of a grayscale. Um, and it's it's actually really cool because 
I like my horizons have been opened up, like I mentioned, because I had gone into it just saying, oh, I want to dance. I want to get stronger. But I think, you know, just to go into it, it does open up a little more of that that sensual understanding of yourself and also helps with confidence, too, because I like I've had body dysmorphia my whole entire life. So I've been in and out of the gym. I've danced forever. I've been in front of mirrors. Like that was kind of how my training was as a child and getting into that sensual side and being more confident. I feel like I, you know, being a dancer my whole life, I've always been told, you know, kind of move your body, like be comfortable with moving your body. And I've never really pushed the the envelope on that until I found pole. So pole was really like, you know, having the movements that I may not have been I want to say supportive or even looked at in in the right light. Like, I, ha- I feel like I haven't truly been able to express that side of my femininity until, like, I found pole. So just having that, I don't know, just that experience, it, it's really addicting because I often find myself in my masculine energy. Mm. And I find that, you know, trying to take care of my finances and being a boss bitch and, and just all of these things and having pole and having that feminine you know, even just that energy has been so, um, just, just eye opening because we, we are very versatile as human beings. Like there's so many different facets of ourselves. Right. I feel like for, for someone who's outside of pole, you know, there is the stigma, it exists and I, you know, there's no way around it. However, I found that, for example, like my coworkers, everyone in my office knows that I do pole and they've been very supportive of it. And I feel like the pole community has gotten to a point where it's almost, common now um and it's much more talked about and much more accepted than it used to be so I feel like we're moving in the right direction with that which makes me really excited well yeah I agree with you 100 percent um even on social media you know there are you know people that do poll professionally and I'm like wow these people are so talented because it looks very easy from an outsider's view mm-hmm. yeah oh 100 I mean there there are so many moves because I'm in uh high level three I competed in level three and now I'm in level four and so um right. there's about five levels in our studio and also that go into com- like competitions and then you have nationals and you know it kind of continues from there but um to go from level one to be in like high level three and then maybe four you know there's still so many moves that uh, for example, something I just got and put on my um, my Instagram was Bird of Paradise. And that's like a really, really bendy level four move. And I kept looking at it and I'm like, one day I'm going to get it, but something's not clicking. So it's really just about like having your body in the right, I want to say in the right positioning, you know, you really need to be walked through. Some people can teach themselves, which I give them a lot of credit for because it's really hard. I always just feel more comfortable when I have an instructor with me um, and then also being spotted to know that like I'll, I'll be safe as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And speaking of creative passions and creative outlets, um, so has your involvement with pole and really integrating that into your life, has it helped you really grow, you know, within yourself and, and not only your confidence, but just as a woman, you know, has that empowered you? Has that given you strength? You know, what has that been like for you? Yeah. I mean, so I actually just competed for the first time in February. So that was the fourth and fifth. Um, I went to a competition in Cary, North Carolina with PSO, which is the pole sport organization. And our studio actually is really supportive and um, does specific trainings and privates for people who are interested in competing. Um, And it's a whole process, right? So it takes like two, three, maybe even four months to conceptualize a piece, uh, get the movements down and then perfect it and, you know, get it ready for competition. So like having 
I guess a goal to work towards has been really important to me. Um, but it's it's hard. I feel like a, a lot of doors have been open, but at the same time, you know, you're only limited by yourself. So as a woman, uh, you know, you want to think that, okay, well, this will be accepted in society and, and everyone's going to understand why I am doing what I'm doing. You know, that's not always the case. I do welcome any questions at all. I love talking about it. Anyone that I meet, you know, I'm always telling them that's my main personality trait is I do pull um, because I love just educating people on it and also, uh, you know, making it an option for them if they don't think it is, because right. I know so many women are scared to show up to that first poll class. And right. and I'm just like, oh, but only if you knew what was on the other side. So too, I want to ask you, what is the biggest question that you get in regards to pole dancing? You know, what is the biggest question that you think a lot of people want the answer to and that you get asked a lot? Oh, gosh. Um, I know a popular one is why do you need to not wear any clothing? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, a big fundamental of pole and a way to stay on the pole is actually when your skin is in contact with it. So um, if you have fabric on, it it very much limits your ability to stay on the pole and do some of those more advanced moves. So if I'm trying to climb up the pole, I'm going to need that shin and that ankle contact. Um, right. If I want to do something that, say, maybe a leg hang, more of level three, um, and you want to invert, that all kind of goes into some of your your rib and your armpit grip and some of the moves are very you're only staying on the pole if your skin's on the pole so <laughs> just for safety like that is one of the biggest reasons why um you know we may wear more of a bikini or even less than that um but it is like part of the stigma too you know but it is part of the physical ability to do pole which is very interesting that i learned Wow. Yeah. I would have never known that because again, people will probably be like, oh, you know, you're just flashy or whatever, you mm -hmm. know, why yeah. do you, you know, you need to wear more clothes, but no, that's, that's actually very interesting that it actually has to do with the tech, like the actual technique. Um, that's very interesting. I would not know that. <laughs> so yeah. I learned, I learned yep. something. <laughs> Love that. Love that. So you are a business owner as well. And I am too. I'm an entrepreneur as well. I'm a girl boss. You're a girl boss. Um, so in that respect as well, that also is kind of another facet. Um, what was your journey like with that, number one? And number two, what has it been like really owning your own business, but also, you know, being a woman out there as an entrepreneur? Yeah. Um, so when I started my boutique, it actually came as a, as a pipe dream. This was right after I moved to Charlotte. So I was working a commission only based job. I was selling business phones door to door oh, wow. um, from, yeah. from November when I moved to Charlotte in 2020 up until like January, 2021. And I actually got COVID and that's what let me leave that job. Um, but I was brainstorming with a previous coworker at the time. And I was like, you know, there's something on my heart and I don't know what it is. And like, I was trying to tap into that a little bit and I was coming up with names for a business and then it kind of spiraled into, oh, it'd be cool to select clothing and, and kind of be a wholesaler retailer and try to find, you know, do, do the online website thing and try to see where that takes me. So that was the initial conceptualization of having a boutique. And then I worked with a girl that I actually went to college with and she designed my logo for me, which was really, really awesome. Um, and we were actually sisters in our sorority. So I, it was really cool to just have that connection. But um, then I started doing the actual, you know, what do you call it? Government paperwork, you know, mm -hmm. everything to kind of formulate the LLC. So there were three big things. I needed my EIN number. Right. I needed my, my DBA. You're doing business as, so you name your business. 
Um, and then there's one other thing. I think it was like just the state, um, the state sales, like being able to, you know, sell within your state. So, so I was trying to get a lot of that formed and filled out by myself, not knowing exactly what I was doing, but just submitting these things and, and filing and hoping for the best. And then I started, you know, looking at retail websites, wholesale, um, trying to, you know, conceptualize what exactly I wanted to achieve with the brand. So it kind of developed into a New York meets LA street style kind of okay. um, was what I was going for. And I just love that like edgy day to night um look and just having things that you you know you feel confident in and also i i wanted to make it about how you felt in the clothing and not about how you looked um but most of what i did with the boutique actually was just a uh, i actually had an option to do a like a pop-up market so i would do those occasionally every other week or so um at the music yard which is a vendor location in charlotte so that was really awesome. Um, I do still most of my business over like my online website, but I haven't been as active on it just because of, you know, my, my full-time job. And then also with, um, poll, it's just been kind of chaotic to do all three, but, um, it was something I was very passionate about, I would say for like at least a year. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. You know, you have a passion, you have an idea and as an entrepreneur, you know, you want to see that idea grow. You want to see it function. You want it to be utilized in a way that is beneficial, not only, you know, to you, but to other people. So to really put that plan in place and actually do it in the physical, um, is very, very cool. And it's very impressive. I think too, like that, that's what happened with my journey as well. Um, you know, when I first started my companies and I was, I was about 20 when I first started out with my first company, but that was stressful. You know, it's a stressful mm -hmm. thing getting a brand developing it and then putting it out in the public it's a very 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 scary thing but it's a risk-taking thing 100 percent. yeah I think um just as far as from what I noticed about myself is I was always someone who would say I would do x y and z and I never actually followed through with it because I had so many different ideas in my head that were just formulating and then I was like let me actually put pen to paper and do something about it and right. so my boutique was the first thing that I noticed I was talking about talking to people about the boutique and what I was doing with the business. And that in itself was how I kept myself accountable because I was like, if I'm telling someone that I'm going to have, uh, say a specific gene in stock by April that, you know, really kind of put it out for me to make sure it was on the Instagram, on the website. I wanted to make sure I was, I was being accountable for everything that I was mentioning to my friends and potential clients as well. Right. Yeah, it's important. And I like how transparent you are as well. Um, I think when we're, you know, out in the public, whether we own businesses or, you know, we're just on Instagram, um, it can be very difficult to be vulnerable on social media. And also out in public eye, it can be very difficult. And I admire you for that. I admire how just, you know, just how you are and, and your vulnerability, but, but like also your confidence, you know, and I know as women, um, it can be hard to feel confident all the time. And, and want to feel confident all the time because all of us do want to strive for that and strive for, you know, comfort in our own skin and feeling confident. But in a lot of ways, it's really hard to, you know, achieve that. And, you know, what are some self-love things that you've learned that have, you know, really helped you? You know, what is one thing that just has helped you grow as a woman? Yeah, um, I would say, have, you are the people that you hang out with. Yes. For one. You, you know, you are your company and uh, I'm surrounded by so many uplifting, strong, badass women. Um, and, and it, 
I think it's cool because I've, I've kind of seen the shift in myself as well, because when you're around better, you do better. Yes. And, you know, I have so many connections now of women that are in the pole space and the pole community. And um, I'm always hoping to make that network grow as well. I absolutely, I think it's, it's something that we have in common because we all kind of dealt with, you know, the stigma and also the, the difficulty of training. And it's something that's so rewarding when it pays off and just having, having those girls around. And then also, you know, people that I've either met from work or also other business owners when I was doing my pop-ups, um, you know, when you find people in those niches of what you're interested in, those people are naturally going to elevate you and make you, you know, see that there is more facets of doing what you want to do and maybe another way of thinking of things. And that's why I think it's so important to share those ideas with others, because the reason why I was actually able to set up a pop-up shop at the, uh, the music yard was because I talked to another business owner, um, shop Alora Eden, actually, she's in Charlotte as well. And she was the one who was like, if you have any questions, let me know. I listened to a podcast uh, and this woman is telling me, you know, X, Y, and Z, how to run a, a retail small online shop. And I think it's just like getting the community together and sharing those ideas is so much more powerful than just trying to do it on your own because it will feel like a million pounds. It will feel so difficult. And, um, and you know, it's with those like-minded people where you feel like actually anything is possible. So that's been something that's been really able to boost my confidence in, in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always like to say, you know, find your tribe, you know, um, that tribe is going to uplift you and it's going to make you a better person. Um, I love that. I'm the same way, you know, I think too, like, just like what you said, you know, when you surround yourself with the right people, um, your life changes for the better. Um, your mental health changes, your confidence changes, your self-esteem changes, and, you know, just your overall energy changes. Um, cause you know, we all reflect off one another. So yes, I, I very much agree with that. Uh, very much. All right, we will do the speed round of questions. Okay, number one, what is your favorite song at the moment? There's one by uh, Tanarelli, uh, or Tanarelle, I'm not sure if I'm saying her name, and I think it's called uh, Won't, um, but it's really, like, slow, sensual, and, like, it just it hits a vibe. So I think that's what it's called, but I can't be completely sure. <laughs> wow, cool. I like that. Um, what? is one piece of advice you would give someone that is looking to get into pole? Oh, um, the only limits that you can put on yourself. Well, the only limits that you will face are the ones that you put on yourself. So if you have any inkling of doing it, I say, take that first class, even bring a friend with you, do it and, and assess how you feel from there, but don't be too scared to try. I love that. Yep. Very true. What is one thing that you have learned about yourself so far this year? Um, I, my anxiety can be paralyzing at times. I actually, I had a panic attack before my competition piece. I actually had a panic attack like two, three minutes before I went on stage and I powered through and I was able to get over that. But I think, um, you know, dealing with anxiety on a day-to-day -day basis, it is very common. And also it like, it needs to be normalized, but also like you can push through it, even though it feels like you can't. Yep. Very well said. What is one goal that you have for 2023? Oh, yeah. So I've been really wanting to grow my Instagram and also um, monetize poll in a way. So whether that be, you know, getting certified and starting to teach online classes or even just doing like tutorials um, on IG Reels or TikTok um, and then also doing gigs in Charlotte as well. So 
going off and, you know, being at a concert and setting up a stage poll or just being able to vibe out and like network for poll. I think that's a really big goal of mine, um, just to become more, more recognized in the poll community and just keep going after it. I love that. And last one, what is one word that you would say to describe yourself? Ooh, persistent. <laughs> yes. Like persistent, it. for sure. Um, it's definitely, I, I find that if you are not persistent, then it's very easy to like fall off, off that, that bus. But if you are persistent, that's something that my dad told me I was. He's like, that's one thing that I'll give you is you're persistent. It just really helps just tackle any goal like you have to be persistent and whether you fall off 10 times and stand back up 11 like that that's the only way that you're going to accomplish what you need to accomplish and just be persistent and believe in yourself wow very well said wow that was great rapid five I loved all the answers (laughs) that's great well thank you so much Julie for joining raw talk this has been amazing just getting to know you and your journey and your story um I think you're great I'm so happy we were able to do this me too thank you so so much for having me and it was honestly it was so much fun I was so excited to do this so I really appreciate you taking the time again and um it was really nice to meet you